Hello, this is Kate Magic and you're listening to the Raw Living Podcast. Raw Living is Europe's leading raw foods and superfood supplier. I founded the company in 2002. And in this interview series, I talk to some of the people behind uh, the companies that we offer on our shop to find out more about what they do. Um, what is the ethos behind the company and particularly not just the processing in the in the products like the ingredients they use and how they put everything together but also how do they show respect for the environment how do they treat their workers Um, most companies in this industry put a huge amount of integrity and dedication into providing products that are really benefiting uh, the people and the planet so I wanted to provide insights into that when you're shopping with these companies you're not just investing in your health you're investing in a better world for us all Today, my guest is Sean Jewell from Coracao Confections. Coracao is a raw chocolate company based in San Francisco and they make the, the very, very, very best raw vegan chocolate treats that you can imagine. Hi, Sean. Thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Um, I am the huge, I'm sure you've got lots of people who say they're the hugest fan of Gorgow, but I really am the hugest fan. When I do my events and I have a little stand at the events and I usually have the Gorgow bells there and people say, what's your favorite thing? And I'm like, those, you have to get those. (laughs) um, For people that are unfortunate enough never to have tried Gorgow, do you want to just introduce the company to us? Yeah, we um, we are a organic, no refined sugar, um, gluten free, soy free, dairy free, one hundred percent vegan chocolate company. And um, a lot of people are curious what's left once you take all that out. How can you even have anything to make chocolate with? But it's actually a misnomer that you need to uh, use dairy and sugar to to craft a really great chocolate and. You know, we got our, once we learned that getting our start in raw food cafes, we set out to kind of make a company that was, instead of doing just dark chocolate bars or um, like kind of desserts and pastries, like actual candies and things that we missed as kids, but stopped eating once, you know, A, our palates changed and that was stuff was just too sweet. B, you know, our knowledge base changed and we just realized as you become a more intuitive eater, how, how that stuff that tastes so great in the moment really feels five minutes later and you don't really, Mm. it loses its attraction. Mm. Um, So yeah, so we set out to kind of, um, you know, we're an American company, so we set out to kind of craft some classic American chocolates that, you know, in a way that we felt good feeding ourselves and our family and our friends. Mm. And, uh, yeah, that was, you know, been about 10 years and uh, we've been growing really fast and it's been, um, it's been a fun ride. Mm. The thing for me is I'm super sensitive. I've been eating this way a long time and my body's really, really sensitive. And a lot of times, even in the raw vegan world, things that are like treats are just too much for my body. They're too sweet or they're too nutty. Uh, so I can't eat them because they just don't feel good. But your chocolate bars are the thing that, for me personally are like the most delicious thing and also I don't have any like (laughs) side effects from eating them like I feel good when I eat them that's great to hear yeah we um we 
really try to like recognize how sweet something actually needs to be. I think when people make their own desserts, they often sweeten them much less than any dessert you might buy in the environment. And I think it's, people um, don't need as much sweetness to enjoy a dessert as they are as yeah. they're often marketed on conventional treats. And so we recognize that and, you know, we uh, also, we use ingredients that are sort of naturally sweet in their own way. Like if you've ever had like a scoop of like coconut butter or cashew butter, you know, that that's not sweetened, you'll notice there's actually this kind of wonderful sweetness to it. Yeah. And, and it's I'm almost inexplicable. You're like, how is this possible? Almond um, butter as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And a lot of that just is like, comes from like the fact that it's like um, the good, like the healthy saturated fats in those, uh, in the products like kind of enhance the sweet, the subtle sweetness of that because fat is such a great vessel for sweetness. It really, mm. you know, adds that. And cacao is another wonderful, healthy fat. And so you don't, yeah, we've just like, we're pretty good about sweetening things just enough. Mm. So tell us, you said the company's been going uh, over 10 years. Tell us how it got started. Um, well, Daniel and Matthew, our original founders, um, both uh, were working at Cafe Gratitude, you know, one of the more famous, yeah, raw food chains in America. Um, this was about 12 years ago, so in its, in its like, heyday. Um, and they were both managing the dessert department um, at Cafe Gratitude in the Bay Area, so a separate kitchen that made all the desserts and pastries and chocolates that went to all the different cafe gratitudes in the Bay area. Um, and so Daniel was sort of like a world traveler, you know, tried a lot of foods, a lot of places, very passionate about health. Matthew was sort of a classically trained French, French kind of pastry style chef who uh, also a lot of very passionate about health. And so they just kind of combined their forces and realized like, you know, we could, we should, uh, we should just, we should start our own chocolate company and make some of these, uh, some of these recipes in like a way that doesn't need to be refrigerated, like a more shelf, shelf ready chocolate. And, uh, yeah, so, so they came at star founding Coracao with the, you know, the same ethos that mm. kind of made, made cafe gratitude so great mm. in that, you know, you can have food that's both healthy, delicious and sourced incredibly well. And all three of those things can happen at the same time you know mm. and um yeah and i got i got us i started doing a farmer's market sales for them when i moved up to the bay area seven years ago after working in a raw food in san diego and uh became one of the co-owners um about four years ago and uh so been continuing the tradition mm. so tell us what are your core products what are your best-selling products um our best-selling products correspond pretty pretty well to the best-selling classic American candies that they sort of, you know, draw their inspiration from. Our Berkeley bar, which is based on a uh, popular chocolate bar here called a Snickers, yeah. is our top seller. Uh -huh. um, it's a two-layer, it's a two-layer kind of chocolate bar with, a, with a, a thin layer of 81% dark chocolate, a layer of nougat made with a maca and a lacuma, and then a layer of uh, salted almond and uh, caramel and uh, so that's 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 the top seller um, the almond butter bar is another one it's sort of a our like take on a Reese's peanut butter cup type of situation it um, 
it's like a really not super sweet but very rich and you know just like oily and nice and just you know very grounding and uh yeah that's my personal favorite um after that salted caramels um and uh just uh there's a lot of like kind of ties for third after that to be honest uh we have a lot of different flavors and different truffles and we're changing it up all year round um trying new things we have a very we have a, a new bar that's really exciting and the sales are doing very well um because i think it's just so unique it's a 81 percent dark chocolate bar thin two ounce chocolate bar with a thin layer of a liquid filling that is a uh, made from the fruit of the cacao pod so the cacao beans come with a like kind of like a white a white layer of fruit around them that's kind of the antithesis of what dark chocolate tastes like it's really bright sweet sharp sour almost like a like a sour hard candy type of flavor or like a really tart green apple and um so we've we uh we there's a uh chocolate maker in ecuador that makes a simple syrup using just that one ingredient wow. and we put that syrup in the middle of this dark chocolate bar and so you have this the two radically different flavors that are coming from the same yeah. ecuadorian cacao and so it's it's people are i think there's something sort of strangely synergistic in mm. how these two incredibly opposing flavors hang out in the same fruit but it's doing very well and we're very excited about it because we've been wanting to do it for years but finally finally worked out how and we call it the cacao nectar bar mm, lovely can we get that in stock yeah yeah that's um definitely available mm, brilliant um i know you don't want to give away your trade secrets but mm -hmm. how can you tell us anything about how you get the fillet like how do you get the center inside because you have that really like you said gooey center my yeah. caramel where you have that really mm -hmm. rich caramel but then the chocolate around it is still really solid and thick how how does that happen yeah it's um different methods for uh different um different fillings and different shapes um you know there's there's kind of two main ways chocolate is a uh, like chocolate candies are made they're either molded or they're enrobed um so a molded item is one that you would have like you know pour the tempered chocolate into a mold the same way you pour an ice cube into an ice cube mold. And then um, through the, through a skilled, like skilled steps of a chocolatier, there's like, you know, you shake some chocolate out, pour some more chocolate in, add filling with a depositor. Um, and then like, you know, if you chill the molds and the chocolates pop out. So I think anyone, if you ever see a candy that has like a very distinct clean shape, that's probably a molded chocolate. Yeah. And then other things like truffles and our Berkeley bars are the fillings are made ahead of time. They're either scooped, they're rolled, they're put on trays, they're cut. And then they pass under a thin, like thin waterfall of chocolate. And that's what like, they call it enrobing because you're literally like throwing a thin robe of chocolate over, over a filling. Mm. And um, I think the reason our filling is, are so good has a lot to do with just like, the process we've evolved over the years. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of problems with adding like filling, keeping fillings runny and delicious, and chocolates the chocolate surrounding them like kind of crisp and snappy. Um, 
the oils of like the oils kind of want to combine the chocolate wants to get soft and the filling wants to get dry. But, um, we've, you know, we've spent, like I said, we've been at this for almost, you know, almost 11 years and we've had a lot of time to play with the process rather than adding preservatives and emulsifiers and stabilizers and things, which are the easy ways out that most, most companies adopt. That's but, what I was going to say. It must be a huge amount of trial and error trying to work out what works and what doesn't. Oh, yeah. Um, years and years of trial and error because it takes time to, um, you know, if you make something, it's like, all right, well, it's going to take us six months to see if this lasts six months, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, our, so our almond butter filling in particular has been very tricky, but, you know, people will read that label and see yeah. the ingredients lists and just wonder and, how the and then i guess i guess you also have the i guess you also have the difficult job of having to eat the ones that don't work <laughs> yeah we um that's the the silly part about growing as a business <laughs> is the amount of like you know small errors and defects and tests that you need to eat just grows exponentially and i'm always pushing the upper upper limit of how much chocolate a human being can eat and still feel pretty healthy <laughs> and vibrant i haven't found it yet i feel Pretty great. I keep waiting to get sick of chocolate. Like I'm afraid this day will one day come, but it, just, it, just doesn't, it doesn't come. It's, everything else in my life I've seemed to like felt prone to cycle out at some point, but chocolate just hangs around. Yeah, we started way. working yeah. with it. We started working with it in 2005, and I still eat it every day. I know, right? It's a, uh, and I think it's just something. There's something so intuitively nutritious about it that um. I think most people's bodies just, you know, can uh, tolerate a large amount. Yeah, I just feel I'm a nicer person if I don't have my chocolate. <laughs> I'm just, it makes me nicer. Seriously, my chocolate and my kombucha make me a more fun, happy person to be around. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of, uh, you know, brain benefiting compounds in, in cacao that would, um, you know, directly tied to uh you know mood enhancement you know so that's yeah. a very believable statement yeah <laughs> can we talk a little bit about the packaging because you have some of the best packaging i think is that it's been around for a while isn't it oh thanks yeah yeah for uh for yeah i will um, i design all the packaging still in-house oh, amazing yeah so um we're getting to the point now where it's getting to be such a such a large task we may have to um we may have to seek help elsewhere, but for the moment, it's still me. Yeah, thank you. Um, you know, we try to we try to go move in a compostable direction whenever we can. Um, you know, so some of our products are 100% compostable, and everything else has the that goal of getting to be 100% compostable. And yeah, we just we, we you know we kind of we're trying to you know people can be so get so serious about diet and health. We try to kind of have a lighthearted take on it in our marketing and stuff you know chocolate should never be something i don't know i would never want someone to eat our chocolate because like of like it's it's a stressful situation it's the only one they feel like they can eat and be healthy i just you know i want people to uh to just enjoy it um for its like own loveliness independent from some sort of like rule or restriction um and yeah and so i think our packaging is just kind of you know light simple fun um and uh yeah kind of giving a yeah giving a bit of levity to uh the somewhat stressful food environment that a lot of people find themselves yeah. in 
it's sacred geometry, isn't it? Do you feel like that elevates? The oh yeah, definitely. We definitely, um, you know, we have a lot of, uh, we let, uh, we, we subtly, we subtly implant our little, um, kind of woo woo vibes being in the Bay area into our packaging. <laughs> but, um, you know, there's something just, uh, you know, via my own explorations of just like, there's these certain human, human beings just kind of like rest into like certain shapes and colors. And we like to use those just to, Lovely. you know, they just draw the eye in for some reason, you know, and be those like sacred geometries or soft gradients or things like that, you know, just, yeah, you want to, want our packaging to set the mood before the chocolate does. Yeah, lovely. So I was telling you the first time I ever had Cora Cow was at Revolution, which is sadly now closed, but was it Revolution? I reckon it would have been early 2000, 2010, maybe 2011. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I asked the lady, Julie, who worked there, uh, what her favorite thing was, what I should buy. And she told me, buy a truffle. <laughs> mm. So that was, that was my introduction. Um, and, you know, now we have the bars on the store and I'm so happy that we can get them here in Europe. You know, I, the truffles are something else again. Oh, so do you want to tell us a little bit about the truffles and the truffle boxes that you do? Yeah, yeah. We... Um... I think that's where we're like kind of like most unique is um, we have these elaborate gift boxes and gift collections that have, you know, you know, a dozen different flavors inside and you can open like a box of candy and know each one is, is made with, you know, the best ingredients possible and, you know, using coconut sugar to sweeten. And so you can just, you kind of just turn your brain off and just let, you know, it's like decide which one you want to eat rather than like, which one can you eat? Yeah. and um yeah and so and we you know we love what we do so much that we can't help but like constantly be playing and switching up the flavors and stuff and the truffles are it's so easy to do an endless list of fun truffle flavors because it's just this ball of fudge that you can infuse with any number of the earth's most fun ingredients um so so yeah so i'm thinking you know, so we have spicy, spicy truffles inspired by sort of like the Mesoamerican cacao elixirs, and lavender, and rose truffles, um, like floral essences are really great to work with, you know, citrus, lemon, um, hazelnut. I hate, we have a hazelnut cream bar right now that's really amazing. Um, but yeah, so um, yeah, so our truffle boxes and collections and also like salted caramels and Berkeley bars and more candy-ish ones are in there too but and yeah and so and since we uh since we make them all in-house we kind of have the luxury of switching it up for every holiday so you know the truffle box you buy at Halloween will be very different from the one that we offer at Easter or Valentine's Day you know yeah I've been fortunate enough to have the big box a few times I got it for my birthday a couple of times mm. for Christmas <laughs> yeah because you just need one a day. They're so like nourishing on all levels. Like you don't, yeah. you wouldn't want to eat. Oh my God, you couldn't eat the whole box in one day. It's like mm -hmm. just one a day is such a lovely little gift. Yeah, it's, it's funny because like you have done lots of events and um, farmers markets and often people like, you know, will misconstrue us as sort of like a more conventional candy company. And they'll be like, and they'll have like, you know, they'll be like, they'll pass by and turn down a 
a sample because they'll say something like, oh, you know, once I get started or, oh, I, I can never have just one. And it's just interesting because it's like, that really doesn't apply here. Yeah. Not even because it's so nourishing. It's just, it's just so nutritionally dense. You know, it's like people like, you know, I don't think people unwrap like, you know, you don't open a jar of coconut oil and think like, oh, I can't, I can't open the jar. I'll eat the whole jar. Yeah. <laughs> it, just, it just doesn't, that wouldn't feel good. Like yeah. your, your intuition would stop you way before your palate would. And so I think our chocolates kind of work under the same principle. It's like, they're delicious, they're sweet, they're wonderful, and they're dense and they're very rich and full of nutrition. And I think your body kind of recognizes um, recognizes that and paces itself more naturally yeah. when you're working with natural ingredients. And also your wallet, it justifies the investment. Yeah. Like I, say, I recommend them to people all the time. And mm-hmm. people always come back and say, that was amazing. No one ever comes back mm-hmm. and says, oh, well, I shouldn't have spent so much money on that. They're all like, I'm so yeah. I bought that well. <laughs> and I think um, I'm so thankful that the culture around food and food and money is changing and yeah. that people realize that spending a, a lot on a little bit, that the best quality is often a better investment in the long run. Yeah. And um, yeah, so, so thank you for that. Yeah. Well, it's a whole experience, isn't it? It's not just... Mm-hmm some sugar to give you a little hit it's like a whole elevated experience for your yeah your body your soul (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah and i definitely right and you know and that said we are trying to you know lower our prices without lowering our quality or standards because we do want more people to be able to try it and afford it and give themselves permission to and just a last thing then do you want to tell us uh, quickly about your bars because you have some like 81% chocolate bars as well yeah yeah we have a line of um just kind of more classic dark chocolate bars um sort of less less uh novel in the raw vegan chocolate realm but definitely not less delicious we have a uh, just a plain chocolate bar a salted almond chocolate bar with sprouted almonds that we get from a really great farm locally here in the bay area a um, that new cacao nectar bar and then um, a vegan protein chocolate bar which is um, sort of a novel territory for us it's um it's a pea hemp sancha inchi protein blend so it's got the full spectrum of amino acids and um, it's just kind of good in and of itself too it's sort of kind of got this like almost like a sunflower seed butter we're not adding any more sweetener but there's less cacao so it's got more of like a milk chocolate feel which is nice yeah, people have been liking that one. And then uh, and then I'll mention really quick that like we're working with cacao farms in Ecuador for those bars and all of our chocolates that are doing really amazing work using cacao, an indigenous plant, to that region and other indigenous food-bearing plants to that region to literally reforest parts of the rainforest that have previously been deforested. Mm. And I personally walked around these farms and they look more like jungle than they do a farm. Mm. So it really is like from, from soil to your palate, just the world's best chocolate. Mm. Mm. Amazing. Which one's your personal favorite? Definitely the almond butter bar. Um, or almond butter cup or almond butter, you know, anything with the almond butter in it is, <laughs> yeah, is, is my fave for sure. Awesome. 
Awesome. Sean, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, thank you. It's been fun. Thank you for listening. You can check out the products we've been talking about by visiting Royal Living, RoyalLiving.eu. If you haven't got uh, an account already, sign up for an account. You get £5 off your first order. And uh, you can also hear more of my interviews over on capemagic.com. Please subscribe and rate the podcast. It really helps. And yeah, thank you. See you next time.